Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. You can always get the PGP by simply downloading it on the normal DA show. iTunes feed or podcast feeds at radio.com and other places. Podcasts are available. You can also get it, if you'd like it, on the Permission Granted podcast feed, its own podcast feed. All those same places podcasts are available. Now, one week from this weekend, so about 10 days from now, Mraz will hold his annual block party. I'm excited about my triumphant return. I've been out of town the last two years, so this is my first my first appearance there since 2016, I guess it is. That's yeah. a long time ago. I think we've seen Yoenis Cespedes play baseball more recently than you at a block party. Is there anything I can look forward to this year that might be unique? You know, it's hard to say. Every year something surprises you. I mean, I, I will say there's been a lot of scuttlebutt in internal offices that maybe the ice luge will go away because, frankly, it has not had the same cachet it had when you were there as the mixologist over the ice luge. Huh. So I have put a full-court press that we need to return this with your return because one of your hidden skills, you really became a great shot mixologist, as if you were John Taffer at Bar Rescue. Mm. And, you know, without you there leading chance and, and mixing up drinks, it really lost a little bit of its luster. So I think we'll see a rebirth with you re-coming back in. So the last two years, people really didn't take advantage of the ice loose? Well, I think they took advantage, but it got lazy. It got, you know, all right, just pour the fireball down the chute. Uh. Let's pour. But you you created creations there. It was like, uh, you know, somebody coming up with the Oreo McFlurry for the first time. Mm. It was mm-hmm. it was different. It was nuts. And I think that you'll get a little bit of uh, reinvigoration there. I, I do think, much like spring training with a split squad, because my father has built this bar we've mentioned in the backyard, how many people may leave the front block party area to go to the back bar, if you will? Now, I'm worried about that attendance. Yes, because that could cause a split in the party, where it may actually hurt the party. So there's a lot of stress and a lot of stuff going on. But other than that, same old, same old. You know, the neighbors will be, you know, making clams on the grill and... Ice Luges will be there. The DJ will be there. Also, Bounce house. Ba- everything. Water slide. Water slide. Dunk tanks. Uh, we're inviting less kids this year, I think. Is that allowed? Isn't block parties for kids? There'll be plenty of kids. I'm inviting less kids this okay. year. So, you know, we want to avoid as many fights as possible around dunk tanks. Is it going to be awkward at all for there to be a block party with you in one house on the block and then your old landlord who kicked you out of your old digs on the same block. All right, so I didn't know we were going to get into this. I have stated to others on the block because the water slide, the giant water slide that I am famous for sliding down is in front of where my apartment would have been. Correct. Because things are just kind of a little touch and go, I have declared myself out and removed myself from all water slide activities. I'm going to stay on the north side of the block. Uh I just... I don't want to go down there. It's going to bother me if I see somebody who was once living where I was, where I could still be living, and I didn't leave on my own terms. I'm, I'm avoiding that. I'm not going down. And I would hope when late-night parties, because my parents' house is where the after party always ends up, I would hope that those south of the block, because that was a real line drawn that have sided with team down there, don't venture up north. Okay. Will Peter Schwartz be invited? I have not. Talk to Peter there's about been a, this. There's been a cooling period between you and Schwartz. He's always been invited with yeah. his two sons and his wife. And I would say 2019, you guys are at your rockiest. Yeah, I, I mean, he he messages me from time to time. I don't oh, okay. I don't dislike Peter at all or whatever. But uh, I mean, frankly, I would say this: P 
Pete probably is not invited, but not from his own fault. I'm just going to scale down some of the people I invite. There'll huh. be a little scale down because sometimes I find when I'm entertaining too many people, it kind of takes away from what I want to do. So there'll be an overall scale down from my perspective, and I'll go more inner circle. Now that you have a second show that you work on, WFAN, do people from the second show get the invite? They all have not yet to be invited, but I will invite them. The problem is one person uh, has just had a baby, being Maggie Gray. <laughs> the other two people, Bart Scott and Chris Carlin, live basically in the middle of New Jersey, and they'd have to take a helicopter there. So my assumption is they will not make okay. the trip. You never know with Bart. That's true. I mean, I'll throw Bart the invite for sure, and he might he might mosey on in. He'll he'll surprise you, but I can't expect that kind of show. Because we've had celebrities before, namely... Joe Ganascoli from The Sopranos. Joe Ganascoli, former right. Soprano star. Who will sit there at the end of the block like Santa Claus in a mall, make sure he takes pictures. <laughs> but, so, I mean, is, do I want Bart to come play the role of Santa Claus? I don't know. He might love it. Sometimes he says he's got nothing to do. Uh, you know what? I'm going to ask him. We're going to we're gonna talk to Bart and see what happens. I know Bart likes to throw some shots back, too. Yeah. But I would be good. I'd like to get you involved in a little wiffle ball this year. I okay. think you'd be I think you'd be okay there. And uh you know, just look, it's a good summertime happening yes. moment. Yeah. I know uh, you know, your koozies are very welcome at Bob's bar as well, so you get a glimpse of that. I think one year though, let's see, I made it 2013, 14, 15, 16, I believe. Yeah, the moment the wiener ships stopped, which we'll get to in a little <laughs> bit. But then I think 2017, my first year, I missed it. Wasn't there a huge rainstorm, nearly a rain out of the block party? The rains came in late afternoon. People were scrambling with tents. Barbecues had to be shut off. There was an hour rain delay. We put the tarp on the field. I tried to get everybody up to play games going in, and it didn't take. Uh, a lot of people who planned on showing up later at night didn't show up because of the rains. So that hurt. It was a big rebound year last year. Last year was a big year for the block party attendance-wise. Okay. It was booming. The music was great. We had a big-time after-party like you wouldn't believe. It turned into a discotheca. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think there's a little bit of, of mix here this year because the block took a long time to find a date. Mm. So there's a lot more houses, I think, not participating, but the core houses that are needed to participate are there. You're just hoping you bring it to another level. Okay. So eclectically, if you drove past the street, you might be like, ah, it looks like a weird part. It's like five of 12 houses participating, but you just hope, you know, the stakes are raised at those houses. It sounds like low participation, five out of the 12. I, I could be off. There could be eight of the 12. All I know is that there was more houses than usual could not partake this year, but that's not stopped. The tradition continues. The Yankees always wear pinstripes. We always have the block party. So that'll be a week from Saturday, and I'm sure we'll have a recap of that. The second part is we went over kind of the um, the demise of the wienership of the hot dog eating contest today on the show. It's kind of sad to basically say it's over, but it really is over. Last year was the official end because we were supposed to have huge freeze, compete. Started everything. Against Badlands, and then huge bailed. But I don't even know how we were going to get away with that one because... Well, I could tell you how we would have. We wouldn't have asked permission. Okay. The problem was huge freeze bailing caused us to talk about the wienership more on the air, which caused antennas of bosses to go up more in the air and say, wait, what are you doing? Where if huge freeze was just ready to go from the jump and we sat down and had those hot dogs, he would have plowed through and then we would have had to you know, ask for forgiveness instead of permission. I will say Huge Freeze killed the wienership. I will tell you that. Well, Joey Chestnut really did. Well, of course he did, but if we ever were going to have a revival, we hire a 400-pound platypus to come into the show. You're thinking, this is an easy layup. He's going to eat hot dogs, and then he goes no bulk eating. It was the, it was already on life support, and then he pulled the plug on life support. Right. He, he was the Tom Dundon of wienership. Yeah. We needed that last investor for the revival, <laughs> And then suddenly, before you knew it, we were left out on the streets. Because we had organized last year, Robbie, to to battle Badlands. And then at the last second of the 11th hour, he said, I don't do bulk eating. Right. Now, I'm going to be fair to Robbie and say this. We never asked him if he wanted to. It was assumed on our part that he just would. Because yes. at that point, yeah. he was the dancing bear in the circus. And we just, ah, he's available. He'll come in and do it. And then he bailed on us. And then, so at the last minute, I think we asked about it, and then they said, oh, you can't do that. Right. There's, there's no... And we already had Badlands and an EMT booked. Yes. So we then had to go to the street and the hot dogs he was bringing in. Yeah. And so then we had to go to the street, and I did a sports science on the wienership and how to eat wieners. Which I think was a good way to salvage it, and it was a good clicks for Nomad, I would think. I think Field Trip Snacks was pleased, obviously, <laughs> with what happened. 
But yeah, I mean, it stinks now because it's very quite weak. Here it is. We're you know we're taping this first week of July, and this was always just a week, a, a measuring stick week for the DA show. You got there, you know, people had bets in, and now it's just it's going to come and go without a wienership, and it, it does make me sad because it's a lot of good years that you look back and go, remember when? So I don't know how we can revive something around this. Yeah, well, I mean, even remember the the chicken challenges we'd start. We had to go to a casual wingership because you couldn't even eat competitively. They're very worried legally about competitive eating on the air that somebody could choke and die. It's terrible. It, it I really feels hamstrung here. Our hands are tied. We want to eat a lot of food fast down our stomach for the listeners, and we just we can't right now. Now, Paul from Buffalo emailed me or tweeted me and said, I'll be in the area. I'd like to challenge Mraz to a, a wienership. Oh, really? He did. Now, this was today. Now, I don't know if you competitively eat anymore because you have kind of retired. I have retired. I have a baby on the way. I mean, guys, look, people grow up. That being said, look, for the sake of the show, would I competitively eat versus a listener who's challenged me? <laughs> We've We asked for that for years. Would any listeners ever be in New York City to, to do something like this, you know? I don't know how I could let the show down and not, wow. not put on a uniform wow. again. Wow. Kind of like Bernie Mac and Mr. 3000. You wow. got to come back to make the Hall of Fame. I'd be interested in that. Now, I would say, though, I don't know if I would do hot dogs. Hot dogs, if I eat a lot of them, give me headaches now. Okay. But to say I wouldn't competitively eat, maybe that's a chicken challenge situation. Maybe I do throw down some nuggies. Maybe some nuggies. You know, I was going to say if we wanted a loophole, couldn't we have you competitively competitively eat against Paul and Buffalo and have it pre-recorded and then play it on the air as live without telling anybody who won? Because then you survived. That's a good point. That's a good point. My worry, if I may, speaking out loud, is that suddenly I'm blackballed by bosses <laughs> for not following. I mean, you have quite a, your name is on the show. You've established yourself. If I do this and then they're like, well, that's a really, you know, I don't know if we're better off just doing this video-wise, maybe going to a post-show or, like, go watchda.com, have Cat back here run it on WatchDA but not be live on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, tune in to WatchDA at whatever time, 3 o'clock, and we'll do this. <laughs> maybe that's the better way of doing it. And then maybe instead of playing the whole thing back, we kind of pull the best five clips of it. That's distinctly possible because we would have to do it off of radio grounds. Right, exactly. And then if we play the clips back, like, here's the five best moments for it, I think then it's very much clear that we didn't do this on the air or anything like that. I think playing back the full thing audio-wise would be what would bite me. But I think there's plenty there. All right, so great. We're going to have a 50 chicken nugget eat-off between you and Paul and Buffalo, and we're going to tape it. If that's what we have to do, (laughs) then that's what we have to do. I also hope my wife doesn't listen to this. But, yeah. How could I not, though? I mean, come on. How could you not? Yeah, Pilati's not going to get in there and eat. The no. guy eats all day long, but somehow, you know, he's afraid to eat publicly. Bogus just done enough with the salsa and everything like that. We know Robbie doesn't do the bulk eating. If I got to get in there, we have a listener coming down that, who knows? This could be, you know, one of his big things he wants to do in his life is eat first me. How do I say no to that? Well, I'm glad that you're being so, so giving for the show. I am. And I'm going to reach out to Paul and Buffalo then and ask. Okay. And if Paul and Buffalo wants to do it, Paul and Buffalo, I think, is the one that does on his birthday, hits up everything. That sounds right. Maybe Wings, since he's from Buffalo. Okay. All right. Maybe maybe Wings. Sloppy Wings? I'll do a little Wings. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Get him out. <laughs> All right. Are you going to go down over the, the greatest moments? In wienership history? Yeah, to be... Okay, so now we just talked about the wienerships. Here is my plan. Is it the worst moment or the greatest moment? No, no, no. This is what I envisioned, okay? And we'll talk about this before we throw to it. I am going to intro and outro and give a little background leading in and out of not just the best or worst moments. I would say the bulk of audio of all the wienerships down memory lane. So this might get a little longer. okay. But, you know, rather than trying to pick from the best or worst, there might be a lot of listeners who've jumped in and we haven't done the uh, the wienership on the daytime. We'll go back from 2013, 14, 15, wienerships 1, 2, and 3, and then into the moment Joey Chestnut came in 2016. And the the majority of the audio of those contests I have found in the archives 
I will take you down a trip through memory lane, my thoughts going in, my thoughts reacting, a little background on leading up to each one of them. Cool. I think that we're going to do permission granted profiles, the wienership. Oh, I love this. Okay, so here we go. The first ever walk down memory lane, a memorandum of the wienership's history. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome into Side B of the PGP and a happy 4th of July, Independence Day to everybody out there. And thanks for tuning in to another Permission Granted Profiles. A little something different this week as we really dig our teeth into the history of the DA show, the callers of the DA show, the many voices and faces we've seen throughout the years of the DA show, and a series that many of you seem to be enjoying. How we go a little off script here? We go an event of the DA show's past, unfortunately the past and not the present. It is the wienership. You know, every week on the 4th of July, we always get excited for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, truly one of the great sporting events of the year on the annual calendar. I mean, there's the Super Bowl, the Final Four, the World Series. I guess now the NBA free agency door is opening. But, of course, there's always the Hot Dog Eating Contest. I had always fancied myself a competitive eating fan. How could you not be when you look like me? And the idea of when I started producing a radio show on the national scale and getting to the summer and knowing, frankly... Finding guests was going to be difficult during this week. What could we do to make things interesting? Bring my love of food and competitive eating to my love of radio and this show, The DA Show? Boy, that's every boy's dream, isn't it? It certainly was mine, and lucky enough, DA was all in. We had to have a wienership. Of course, it had to have the name wienership off the mothership. Everything was there, and everything was set. I even had a hot dog warmer to start the wienership days. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I take you back to the overnights of 2013, the very first year of the DA show nationally on CBS Sports Radio. We thought about this long and hard beginning around May. What could we do around the 4th of July when the NBA Finals had ended? What could be interesting on the overnights? Oh, yes, we need to eat hot dogs. But what gets lost in the tapes, if you will, is that in the first year, 2013, there were actually two Hot dog eating contest. Yes, two. Now, if you can imagine management not allowing us to have one, it really showed maybe nobody was listening to the first year of overnights, frankly. Unfortunately, I can't seem to uncover the tapes of the very first one, but I am very aware of the history. Being 4th of July week in 2013, Kenny Brock on the Wheels of Steel and update anchor Peter Schwartz had both taken vacation. Yes, that's right. Days off. On the 4th of July. But DA still wanted to get through with the hot dog eating contest. So how could we do it? Well, of course, I was going to eat. And the challenger was going to be a fill-in by the name of Tom DeCelestino, a young part-time fill-in board op and producer at CBS Sports Radio at the time that now is the assistant producer of Tiki and Tierney, as well as helping on the Jim Rome show. Boy, has his career taken off since the original wienership. Turned out that first wienership was quite the letdown. I ate 10 hot dogs rather quickly, and Tom DeCelestino, who had a big mouth, Couldn't put down those dogs and ate about three. So I, of course, boasted. I pounded my chest. And the moment Kenny Brock and Peter Schwartz returned upon vacation and heard about my triumphs, they threw down the gauntlet and challenged me and said, there's no way I could beat them. So on July the 12th, 2013, just one week removed from the original wienership, we had a hot dog sudden dog off. That's right. The full-time DA show crew going Face-to-face-to-face, belly-to-belly-to-belly, belch-to-belch-to-belch, and a hot dog sudden dog-off in July 12, 2013. And I'm going to play back this dog-off in its entirety, which has been a long time since it's been heard. And if you're wondering where Jacob Wilkins is, well, Jacob Wilkins wasn't even a thought on the DA show's mind yet. That's right. DA does the full play-by-play from July 12, 2013 of the original Wienership Part 2 the hot dog sudden dog off. Here it is. We are underway and right now out of the gates. Mraz has put ketchup on his hot dogs. Schwartz has gone no condiments. Kenny Brock has a combination of hot dog and ketchup. Yes, he's got ketchup as well. Now, both Schwartz and Brock are sitting down while Mraz is standing up. 
Mraz is standing up, and it looks like it's hard to tell, but it looks like right now Schwartz is on a nice pace. He's not breaking a sweat. He's smiling, and he's throwing down a couple of hot dogs right now while Mraz is shoving buns down his face and gulping water, as you might imagine, very, very sloppy. Now, Mraz is going bare hot dog right now. No bun. Just hot dog. He dipped it in the mustard and put it down. He shit. I can't even watch Mraz do this. He's biting the hot dog and shaking his face to try to get it down the throat quicker. It's an odd, very odd type of process, but that's his approach. He's going water. Schwartz is going water as well. And it looks like Kenny Brock also going water. I'm going to stand up here to get a better viewpoint. Now, Brock has got an interesting process here. His approach is eat the hot dog first and then the bun. Hot dog first and then the bun. Right now, it looks like Brock is three down. Three down. He's got seven to go. He's going catch up. For Mraz, Mraz has got four down. Is that right? He's got four down. He just put the fourth in his face. He's trying to swallow. He takes a gulp of water. He's chewing. It's hard to get this fourth down. Very hard. I will say, Mraz looks like he's struggling the most, while Schwartz looks like he's been eating hot dogs competitively for his entire life. He's sitting there, grinning, very calm, eating them as though he was just, you know, kind of hungry, and here's his midnight snack. Again, we've got 10 minutes on the clock. The first one to finish 10 hot dogs wins, or whoever has eaten the most after those 10 minutes. Right now, Brock is on his fourth. He's on his fourth. He's eaten the actual hot dog. Now he's finishing the bun. Schwartz is, again, very even keel. It looks like Mraz has done five. Looks like Mraz is at five hot dogs. Mraz is now breaking the hot dogs in half, breaking the hot dogs in half, and he's doing some type of shimmy shake. I think it's to clear some airspace, but I don't quite know. Now he's gone to the vitamin water. Interesting. A vitamin water switch mid-hot dog. He went water first half, vitamin water second half of the hot dog. Schwartz is right now got five hot dogs. He's on. He's going to his fifth. Four hot dogs down, going to his fifth hot dog. Again, he's very calm. Both Kenny Brock and Schwartz calm. Mraz jumping around, shaking, standing up. Brock Schwartz sitting down, standing up is Mraz. Mraz is the only one with condiments on his face as well. Chubbo Nation representing there is ketchup on his face. How many minutes do we have left on the clock there, Diaz? How many minutes do we have left here in this competition? We're four minutes in. Four minutes in, boys. Four minutes in. There are six minutes left of this thing. Schwartz, again, it's like a walk in the park, but he's only got five down. Five is down for Schwartz, and so now he goes to the second plate. Second plate of five hot dogs and takes a swig of the water. Interesting. We'll have to get a post-game analysis of Mraz. Why he's switching up water and vitamin water. It looks like it's a berry-flavored vitamin water. Mid hot dog. I don't know what the idea there is. But it looks like, is that seven down for Mraz? There's only three left for Mraz. Three left. And he feels good. What an amazing pace right now for Mraz. It's going to be tough to catch him. Brock has now eaten, it looks like, six hot dogs. The dogs are down. He's on the, he's on the bun of the sixth. Bun of the sixth. It's going to be tough right now for Mraz to keep this pace up. So this is where Schwartz and Brock have got to make a push. You know, we've seen Mraz flame out before. We've seen Chubbo, Na- we've seen Chubbo Nation gyration go after it hard during the Crave Case Challenge and also last week in the original Mothership Wienership Heat number 1. He's now eaten eight hot dogs. Mraz has eight hot dogs down. He's got two to go. Two to go, and he he breaks the ninth hot dog. He gives a stare to Brock. He is now staring at Schwartz and gave him some type of military salute. This is an amazing display, although Schwartz right now, 
has got almost seven down. He's almost got seven down. He's on his seventh hot dog, whereas Brock is right now a very strong competitor. He's done six, but it's going to be difficult for anybody to catch Mraz. Very difficult. I think we've got plenty of time for Mraz to finish this. We've got plenty of time, right, Diaz? How many minutes do we have left here? We've got about four left. Four minutes left. Four minutes left, boys. So let's see. For Kenny Brock, he's got four left. The seventh hot dog is in the mouth. He's now got to eat the bun. For Schwartz, he's got three and a half hot dogs left. He's eaten six and a half now, seven officially down. He's got no condiments. And Mraz is on his final hot dog. He needs to swallow hot dog number nine, though. He takes a swig of vitamin water. Oh, and he's doing the Chubbo Nation gyration. He's doing the Chubbo Nation gyration. It's a taunt. It is taunting. It is trash talking. I've never seen anything like this. He's got a hot dog to go, and he's taunting Schwartz and Kenny Brock. He's eating the ninth and tenth hot dog in Schwartz's face. He's now got half a hot dog left. One half of a hot dog left. And Mraz is starting to do a shimmy shake. It looks like it's very, very provocative. It's almost erotic, that type of dance. It's a shimmy shake. It's a belly shake. It's in Schwartz's face. He's got half a hot dog to go, and he feels confident. What's for dessert? He's asking, what's for dessert? What's for dessert? It's an amazing performance by Mraz. He's got one half of a hot dog to go, a swig of the vitamin water. He has gone under the legs. He's throwing the half a hot dog under the legs. It's a double shimmy. He's dancing with his half hot dog, really going an and one mixtape style performance here in the final heat. The half of hot dog is in Mraz's gullet. He wipes his face. The condiments are off. The swig of vitamin water is in his mouth. And the final chews are coming down. Mraz has officially won the 2013 Wienership Sudden Dog Overtime. He eats all 10 hot dogs, and it's a walk-off. He throws the plate down. He kisses the trophy. And, Mraz, you can hold up the golden tongs. It is yours, my friend. It is yours. Ah, yes. What it felt like to kiss the golden tongs and know I was a champion versus two trash talkers that didn't belong in the same realm as me competitive eating and Kenny Brock and Peter Schwartz. This is the Permission Granted Profiles, the wienership on this 4th of July week. A look back at the great hot dog eating moments of DA's show past. Well, 2013 came and went. We had two hot dog eating contests. It was very popular on the overnights, and we entered year two of the overnights. While we went through an entire NFL postseason, while we looked ahead to the NBA and NHL playoffs on the overnights, all the listeners kept tweeting in was, when are we doing the wienership two? Are we having a wienership two? So, of course, we had to deliver. But where would the drama come from? See, I couldn't just eat against Kenny Brock and Peter Schwartz again. No, 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 no. They wouldn't pose a threat to anything I could do as a competitive eater. They could not. I was king of the castle at that time. I I mean, it's hard to think about. This was five years ago. Nobody could touch me. So DA had an idea. Why don't we get an actual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest participant in here and see how I do versus a professional competitive eater. I said I was a professional competitive eater. So we placed a call, and we became friends with Eric Badlands Booker. Who knows, somewhere between three and four spins of pure happiness and pure joy. A man who's come back to visit quite, quite a few times since Wienership 2. But this was his debut on the DA show. And I was cocky. I was arrogant. I looked at this guy days before he would compete in the regular hot dog eating contest. In fact, two days before, as this took place on July the 2nd. May speak to why Baylands Booker hasn't won one of these hot dog eating contests, that he's willing to eat like this two days before the contest. But that... You know, is nonetheless. So, July 2nd, 2014 came around, and at this point, Peter Schwartz, who had lost the wienership from year one, would slide in like Tony Romo into early retirement and do the analyst work on wienership too. Still no Jacob Wilkins to be found in DA show history, so DA stepped up to the mic for year two. And wienership two taught me a good, hard lesson. Five, four, three, two, one. 
you're off. And Mraz goes after the hot dog first, fast and furious. Mraz has eaten the hot dog first while Badlands is looking over to him and smiling. Badlands knows something that nobody else does. He knows he's just toying with Mraz right now. As Badlands has his first hot dog down, he is also stretching his jaw right now. Badlands stretching his jaw and moving back and doing a little shimmy. Now he's waiting and ready to go and going two hot dogs at a time without the bun. He has put down two hot dogs without the bun. Now dipping the hot dogs in what appears to be Gatorade. He's dipping the hot dog buns in the Gatorade and he is done. That's, I believe, three or four hot dogs already. Now two hot dogs apiece. Schwartz, what is what does Mraz look like right now? He looks like a mess. An absolute mess. He is totally outclassed in this situation. Badlands is Badlands is playing rope-a-dope with him. Right now, Mraz, I just saw Mraz squirt ketchup directly into his mouth, which is a really bizarre thing. Now here's Badlands just doing two hot dogs at a time. I believe Badlands is now five hot dogs deep. He has just plowed through another two hot dogs, and now he's soaking the buns. I've never seen anybody soak the buns in Gatorade. That is what Badlands is doing. Seven hot dogs are almost done by Badlands. Seven are done. Schwartz, how many for Mraz? Looks like Mraz is at three. 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 Three hot dogs. Okay, Badlands has now doubled already. Doubled what Mraz is doing. Two more hot dogs going down for Badlands as he is dipping the buns in the Gatorade. Last year, Schwartz, we remember Mraz was taunting. He was going under the legs. And this year, I see none of that. None of that confidence slash swagger slash arrogance. He is a humbled Mraz right now this year. A humbled Mraz. He is dressed in his hot dog eating costume. If you could believe that. Yes, he's dressed as a hot dog. Right now, Badlands wearing a Nathan's t-shirt. Oh, no. He stole a hot dog. Oh, Badlands has taken a hot dog off of Mraz's plate and has plowed through that as well. He's in double digits right now. This looks like Clubber Lang again. It's Rocky Balboa 1 in Rocky 3. This is the Super Bowl. We thought maybe it was going to be close, but boy, the Seahawks are pulling away and pulling away big. Mraz hopping up and down. Badlands is on hot dog number 13 and 14. What do we have on Mraz? I got Mraz at 5 right now. Mraz, is that accurate, an accurate number 5? Yes, can, five. can he keep it within double digits? What's interesting is that we have seen Badlands do what Mraz did last year. Shimmy a little bit, dance a little bit, do a little song, step back, really have some, really have some groove going. Mraz has none of that this year. Not at all. Not even close. He just finished number six. Looks number like six. Badlands is through 15 hot dogs, I believe. 15 hot dogs. And he is just, it's a stroll in the park for Badlands. What I like about Badlands also is that there are grass stains on the shirt. And by grass stains, I mean what appears to be hot dog <laughs> mustard, ketchup stains, a little tattered as well. It appears it's been through the wash a number of times. Some splashing from water, in this case Gatorade. He's also bouncing up and down. He's moving around the stomach. Badland knows you've got to move around the stomach here. Mraz is thrown off his game because he does not know how many hot dogs has been taken off of his plate. We believe the count is at six for Mraz, but he doesn't know where to go to right now. What's amazing is that I think we're only four minutes into this competition. Four minutes, and Badlands is going to plow through all of these hot dogs. We didn't get enough hot dogs for Badlands. We did not. We are putting another tray in front of him. He has four left on his original count. We've just slid another four in there. I believe once he is down with these four, that'll be a full 20. Is that right? He's on 16 now. This yes. is going to be the plate that finishes 20. Okay. Yeah, Mraz is on seven. He just finished seven. Mraz okay. is downing seven now. Badlands is now through 16 hot dogs. So, again, this is about Mraz keeping within double digits. Remember, the line was eight, guys. The line was eight. I had Mraz plus the eight. I think it looks like right now at this current pace, Badlands minus the eight are going to win. But, again, can Mraz keep it within the double digits? Schwartz, I would say that's a moral victory if he can. I, it would be a moral victory, but I just don't see how that could happen because Badlands is working at an unbelievable rate right now, an incredible pace. 
the, the dipping of the Gatorade is just amazing to me. Seven, 17 hot dogs down by Badlands. He's now finishing up the bun on number 17. He's into 18 and 19. And Mraz is on number 8 right now. 19 and 20. I correct myself. 19 and 20. Badlands is eating hot dog number 19 and 20. And then he's got the bun. What he's doing is he's taking the hot dogs double. He's taking two of the hot dogs out throwing them down, and then dipping the buns in the Gatorade. And by the way, I believe it's a, a fruit punch Gatorade. It we've looks got like, yes, out. it's the red Gatorade. Very familiar with it. Almost done with 20 hot dogs as Badlands. What are we on on Mraz here? We're on number eight right now. He is working on number eight. <laughs> and he is slow. You know, the amazing contrast from this, this uh competition to what we had last year is that he is so flustered. He is, he's <laughs> looking over his shoulder. He sees the domination, and he doesn't know what to do. Amazing. And Badlands, Badlands is doing this like he's having an appetizer. Badlands has a bit of a golf towel, a dish towel in his back pocket. He's just dabbed his mouth. He's going back for more. 20 hot dogs are down. Badlands has another couple of hot dogs in front of me. He has another six and he's putting ketchup on number 21. There's three minutes left in the competition, guys. Three minutes left in the competition. Mraz is now bent over almost on all fours. This is an ugly scene, Schwartz. It's an ugly scene. He is in a lot of trouble. It's like, it's, it's like he's taking too many punches to the gullet. And he's about to go down. He's working on number nine right now. And it's a good thing we have some professional help here because Mraz looks like he's about to go down for the count. <laughs> Badlands is enjoying this. Look, he's throwing his head back. His eyes are closed. He's rubbing his tummy. It looks like he is enjoying every part of this. Now, that's the most impressive thing that uh, Mraz has done was that's, the burp. That was Mraz's burp. He's now cleared some space. But Booker is Let's down go. 21 hot dogs for Badlands Booker right now. 21 hot dogs. What Schwartz is Mraz And Mraz is now on number 10. This is number 10 for Mraz. Okay. He has reached double digits, just like he did in the uh, second go-around last year. Last year he had 10 hot dogs. So this is just the tie from last year? This is just the tie from last year. Mraz has met his match. We thought it was going to be Godzilla versus Mothra. It just turned out it was Godzilla versus Tokyo. That's it. There was never yeah. going to be a competition. Kemaraz keep within double digits. Again, Badlands is totally slowing down. He is not even eating hot dogs anymore. Now he's just enjoying himself, <laughs> eating like he was at the beach. I mean, this is this is an amazing performance. This is like playing four corners in basketball <laughs> at the end. He really is. He really is. He's, he's come down to a halt here. <laughs> he is patting Mraz on the back. Mraz can't even eat another hot. Mraz, you've got a top last year, man. You had 10 hot dogs. Oh, you, no. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this is not good. Oh, Mraz is going on. down. Keep it within double digits, buddy. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say that's for you, Callie? That's for you, Callie. Oh, bad. I'm sure Ryan Callahan is appreciative of his efforts. Badlands is through 21 hot dogs. Guys, we have two minutes left. Oh, he's up with him out a little bit he's, more. He just took some hot dogs away from him. He's taking a hot dog away from Mraz. This is number 22. Badlands putting on a display. It's like taking candy from a baby. It really is. This is like Yasiel Puig. Three home runs, three stolen bases, 16 total bases. Mraz has nothing left. Absolutely nothing left. Badlands is laughing. Now he's just <laughs> enjoying his hot dogs. Badlands just made uh, an interesting observation. He's, he noticed that Mraz is suffering from the meat sweats. There's the meat sweats are kicking in. Mraz is wincing right now. He's bent over the He desk. has to take it a bite in about a minute. Mraz, at least top last year. You've only done 10 hot dogs. Has he done 11 yet? No, this is 10. He's finishing up the bun of number 10. Come on. Last year you were between the legs on number 10. What is going he on? He was in my face, taunting oh. me in the in the in the uh, replay last year. You know, Brock was correct. He is all talk. He's always all talk, and he always it it falters at the end. This is just like the wing eating competition. Terrible. We, another burp, but no white towel yet. Have we? Do we have the white towel? There is one minute left, boys. Sixty seconds left. Booker has plowed through twenty-two hot dogs. He is now dipping it again. He's going into 23. I mean, this is not. <laughs> he gave up. Mirage. Top last up. year. One oh more, man. Oh, my God. One more. Oh, Booker at 23. He's just enjoying himself. He knows he has dominated the competition. Booker is now dabbing his face once again with the golf towel. And Mirage is tapping out. There's 30 seconds left in the competition. 
And this has been one of the great embarrassments, shames in competitive eating history. Mraz last year was going between the legs and taunting on hot dog number 10. This year on number 10, he's getting the meat sweats and tapping out. Schwartz, a complete failure by Mraz. A complete, utter disaster. I've never been so embarrassed to have worked with him before. Um, all talk, no action, really. I mean, I, as as on top of the world as he was last year, a huge calm down for Mraz this year. And let's, let's just put in some type of historical context what Booker just did. Eric Badlands Booker just tossed down 23 hot dogs. Look, there's no two ways around it. Booker kicked my ass. He was unbelievable. And I, I can remember that night vividly in the year 2014. Watching Badlands Booker competitively eat, and you might have seen him on TV in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, but seeing it in person, the Gatorade he was dunking with the buns, piece of wet bun. Oh, I'm getting oozy thinking about it. Hanging off his mouth. His shirt is soaked. He had a towel that was soaked. He's sweating. He's eating. He's got meat sweats. There's Gatorade everywhere. It grossed me out. It made me queasy. And ultimately, I think that was the reason I couldn't quite keep up was the fact that I just, it wasn't I didn't have the stomach to eat. It was a stomach. It was that I didn't have the stomach to eat anything. You know, it was no competitive eating. I couldn't even look at that and have a bag of popcorn. It grossed me out to no end. But getting over mental hurdles is any part of life. So we take you to Wienership Three. That's right. We got up to year three, and by this time we had left the overnights and we had moved into evenings. At least on the East Coast, six to ten p.m. Eastern, three to seven p.m. Pacific. Gone were Kenny Brock and Peter Schwartz, unfortunately. And a new DA show crew had formed. James Ward, Jolton D'Aloisio. Of we, of course, we knew Steve Moralia earlier, but Steve Moralia would not take place in Wienership Three. You might ask why. Well, what kind of gets lost and chopped up here is before we had Wienership Three, we introduced a new eating challenge in February to get us through the dark winter times. It was the chicken challenge. I will not play the chicken challenge for you here. We've heard all the jo- drops. But in February of 2015, Steve Moralia, myself, and, I, geez, I'm even forgetting now, we all went head-to-head-to-head to head to head over 50 chicken nuggets, and I put on a display. And that was where I really captured some pride again as a competitive eater was winning Chicken Challenge 1. But the real star of Chicken Challenge 1 was Jacob Wilkins. He had burst on the scene as a young broadcaster at that point, and he became the play-by-play voice of anything competitive ridiculousness on the DA show. So having having already done a chicken challenge and having already put me back in a mantle of competitive eating in February, we introduced Wienership 3 in in July of 2015. This would be Jacob Wilkins' first Wienership. But again, we had to bring back Badlands Booker. He was the champ from the year before beating me. So how could we beat Badlands Booker? How could we make things interesting? Well, DA, once again, the creative genius behind the DA show, had an idea. DA would step into the eating throne. I would as well. And we'd take James Ward, who at that point was burying four dinners a night, and small Jolton D'Aloisio, who could have been our secret weapon, a Kobayashi, if you will. Small guy. Maybe he could put down some dogs. We would form a super team. At least we'd hoped it'd be the super team. We'd be the Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green of hot dog eating, all facing one man, Badlands Booker. It would be a hot dog relay. 20 dogs as a team versus 20 dogs as a man. And Jacob Wilkins on the call delivered what would be known as Wienership 3 and live on in history. The Wienership 3, everybody. DA standing alongside my team. Now, here's the way it's going to go down. Myself, James Ward, Jolton Joe DeLuisio, and Mraz form a team of four. Okay? Last year... Badlands Booker came in and absolutely annihilated Mraz in a man-on-man, mano-a-mano challenge. So we said we have to we have to build up our teamwork here. So it's going to be the four of us in a hot dog relay. We will all eat four hot dogs here in a row. Once a full hot dog is in the mouth, the next person can go. We will get through four rounds of four, which is 16 hot dogs. The final four hot dogs are kind of like the money ball in the NBA three-point contest, okay? Anybody on our team can eat them, which we presume will be Mraz. During this time, it's us against Badlands. Badlands Booker, who last year took down 26 here in studio himself and really eats like 20 on a snack, is going to have to go in for the 20 himself. 
Badlands is starting to fish us in right now. He says he's tired. It's going to be rough. I, I've seen this. I've seen the rope-a-dope before. So, the voice of the Wienership Challenge, Jacob Wilkins, will take over right now. Jacob, are you ready? I'm ready. What do you see as you survey the field here? I see a focused-in Badlands booker and a somewhat concerned group of four. <laughs> well, where's the, where's the, the catch-up here? Oh, we, we got okay. ketchup. Yes. We've got ketchup. Mm-hmm. We've got Nathan's mustard over there. And so here we go. Condiments are allowed. Everyone's got their water. And here is going to be the order. Okay. Ward is going to begin. Then me. Then Jolton Joe. Then Mraz is our anchor leg. How do we feel here, guys? Mraz, you're ready to go. Joe? Joe D's ready to eat. Ward? A little nervous. Ward is a little nervous. Oh, this that's is nothing not new. good. This is not good. Okay. Here we go, guys. Here we go. On the count of three, the wienership number three, third annual, sponsored by Nathan's in three, two, one, go. We are underway for Wienership 3, of course. You can hashtag it on Twitter. Wienership 3, we are through the first, uh, or starting the first round with Cool Kid James. This is an interesting decision to start with him since he is the most concerned. Now, Maybe it's that first one that's the hardest. He has gotten through it. Now we're on to DA. Of course, you may be seeing this on our stream. Tiki and Tierney, of course, we thank them. Here's DA, and he seems to be pretty calm. Joe is up next, and then Mraz. Now, we spoke with Badlands Booker. He has the hot water dripping. He's also dipping them in hot water. It's in a 64-ounce, and DA seeming to have some issues with the laughter. Getting it down, he has, and on we go to Joe, round number three. But look at Badlands Booker. He is not eating them as just one full thing. He's almost cutting them into slices. He's continuing, and he is through his first plate on to number two. He has five on each plate, and Joe is still on round number one. DA is still consuming, though. That is allowed to have your hot dog in your mouth. You just have to have it in your mouth to move on to the next one. And Joe, a guy that works out a lot, but this is a sort of different exercise. Mraz, no problem. He is the one sort of keeping this alive. Now, you see Badlands Booker. Thank goodness we have newspapers here. It's not to read. uh, Well, we might be reading an obituary at the end of this. As it is still Jimmy and we're at Mraz. Yes. Uh, As we finish round number two. And Badlands Booker is on plate number two. Now, plate number three, in fact. And so they have said, forget the relay. Wow, they are audibling midstream. You just have to eat or else they'll have no chance as the crumbs continue to fly. But all the hot dogs count no matter how you eat them. Again, you can hashtag it. Wienership 3. You can stream to the Tiki and Tierney stream. And, of course, you can listen on our many CBS radio affiliates on the ever-emerging CBS Sports Radio Network. Now, everyone, again, they have audible the relay part. People are just digging in. No one seems to be having uh, some issues in terms of fatigue yet on the CBS side, but they're also not eating them that fast, except for Mraz, who doesn't seem to have an issue. Now, Mraz did his normal eating dinner at 3 or 4 o'clock. Joe did not eat. D.A. has not, and I think Jimmy did not either, uh, except for maybe a light lunch. Now, Badlands Booker, again, he's going to be there Saturday on the 4th of July. Nathan's Coney Island, the whole thing. He's on plate number four, so this will be no problem for him to do. He's got the headphones on with the EDM and some barking. Let's listen in some net sound just for a moment. Mraz trying to fire them up. DA having a hard time controlling himself or maintaining his composure. Jimmy seems to be okay, but again, not moving at a fast enough pace. It looks like, well, it's DA saying we're doing well. Okay, now that could be spin. DA has, right now I do less talking and more eating if I were DA. And now some friction and almost Jerry DePoto Mike social-like friction between the competitors on the CBS side. Now, Joe, going for water. This is valuable time. And, frankly, also my throat uh, <laughs> experiencing it after this. Okay, now it's Badlands Booker. He is through four hot dogs on the fourth plate. He has one more hot dog, and then he'll have his last five. Again, it's whoever eats 21st, and there is no relay anymore on the CBS side. They're simply all eating at once. Uh-huh. Up, up, 
Mraz twerking, I suppose you could call it. We had NDA continuing to say we got this, but again, he's not eating if he's talking. Well, now he's getting feisty. That can do that to you if you're in these intense competitions as Badlands Booker has completed plate number four. We're on to the fifth plate. That has five. He is on to the fifth plate and comfortable enough to take a few moments to eat. And so this does give an opportunity for the CBS relay team of Jilton Joe, Cool Kid James D.A. and Mraz to make up some ground. But the time is limited as Jimmy, again, Jimmy, this is not a buffet or a barbecue. Now D.A. doing a hip swag. But again, I'm not sure why because they're not winning. So here's Badlands Booker. Oh, my. Now, Badlands Booker has slowed down. This last plate has been sitting there for a while. Now he's finally got the first hot dog. So maybe this CBS strategy is working out. What are they saying? Let's listen in. Oh, shaking your belly clearing space. Again, these are some interesting strategies. Badlands isn't shaking his belly at all. He is simply downing the hot dogs. Okay, we're swaying. It's a do -si do as we move to the final stages of wienership number three. Jacob Wilkins with you. And now D.A. is on his fourth. I see another hot dog still there for D.A. That doesn't count. Bonus. Okay. The That's right. Okay. And so D.A. Uh, seemingly in control. He's dancing. He's swagging. He's shaking his hips. But again, Badlands Booker is now on to three remaining. And now he's taking him out of the bun. He's going bunless. Oh, he's going to dip the bun in any. Okay. This is going right down to the wire. A much different outcome than we expected. Wow. D.A. with one. Joe with one. Mraz with two. Or uh, one is at a bonus ball. Okay. They're two down. Oh, my, what a contest we have. And shaking is Badlands Booker. Jimmy still might be the weak link in this. He's the only one not dancing. As drinking again some water to retain is Badlands Booker now Mraz. Again, these are the hardest one to eat. He's putting his face down. Is Mraz going to survive? They're egging him on, but again, it's been a long day for Mraz. Can he keep it together? Badlands Booker with one left. There is one left. One hot dog remaining. He's drinking the water, and again, D.A., we have not served alcohol to him before if you're watching on the stream, but he sure looks intoxicated by this competition. And, oh, my, this has gone wild. It sprayed all over, and I had to duck out of the way, but it's not stopping him. You have to eat the bun and the dog. There is a bonus dog out there, but now, again... <laughs> There is a one hot dog. Now, there's a dog out there. We have not decided what will happen with that dog, so I would eat that bonus dog, Team CBS. If I were you, you don't know how it's going to come into play. Now, all the hot dogs are now done for Badlands Booker. Oh, my God. And right now, he has to absorb it. Let's see. It is an amazing visual. But for now, it appears Badlands Booker has reigned supreme. In our Wainership 3, of course, he won last year. He was not with us a couple of years ago. He's drinking the water. Has it gone down? It appears Team CBS has stopped eating their dogs. And some of the after effects, the ramifications of this sort of contest. Live and in living color. But Badlands Booker still absorbing, still digesting. But it doesn't seem like Team CBS is making a late move. <laughs> they answer a definitive no. They've thrown in the flag, and Badlands Booker, your winnership number three, winner and champion. Are there any words from our Team CBS correspondents and Badlands Booker? Feel free to chime in on your thoughts. He's speechless. Okay, we are letting him digest. I'm just going to let him digest. I, DA, how oh. are you feeling? 
Not great. Okay. My stomach is pretty heavy. Uh, I got through four. I didn't get to the money hot dog. Um, yeah, it seemed like the last one was really holding people up. Yeah, and it looks like we did, out of our 20, we did 15. So, I mean, not terrible. That's respectable. Not terrible. Um, Mraz, how many did you end up doing? Five and a half. So, four, five and a half. Joe D, what'd you do? Four and a half. Ward? I did three. Ward did three. What else is new? <laughs> yeah, and he ate dinner before. Well, that's the issue. But you you guys should be proud of yourselves, Team CBS. As, oh. Oh, did you ever think the belching would be the staple here? I guess so, with the hot dogs. I will say this. Uh, look, that's a machine that we went up against. It, and there's there's no doubt about it. But I think... When Badlands actually blew his whale blowhole yeah. and all the hot dog juice came out right. and the hot dogs, that, and, and you're looking at pieces of hot dog all over. Um, it's a replay. <laughs> we've it's we've a never replay seen anything like it. We've yeah. never. Um, my, my issue was my water was too hot. So when Your I, water was too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the water was too hot, so when I, when I dunked the bun... It just like burnt my mouth. I was like, "Oh man!" Was there any challenge for you? or Was that child's play? No, that, that was cool. It was good. It was good. A nice little run before the fourth. You know, it was like a little sprint before your marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like to stay in shape. Can I ask Badlands? Badlands, how did you respond when you blow that hot dog? Uh, how do you just move on, bounce back, and and you know continue to go for the win? Yeah, well, you, you know, it's like I'm I'm trying to clear the burps, and it's like once. Uh, once you clear the burps, you just got to just keep get back in the game. Get back in the game, you know. You know. Luckily, it wasn't like a reversal of fortune. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, everything's cool. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, re, re, reposition and just conquer. Yes, burps the clear room. He just needed burps the clear room. Badlands Booker is the best, isn't he? And Badlands Booker's become a staple, and we always wish him well in the Nathan's Hot Dog eating contest. But Badlands, maybe if you weren't eating... <laughs> 20-plus hot dogs every year. You would have fared better in some of these hot dog contests that Joey Chestnut was cleaning up in in 2014 and 2015. Which brings me, unfortunately, to the year 2016. And what had become as traditional as the Cowboys on Thanksgiving were hot dogs in the DA show studio on 4th of July week. We're going to give Baylands Booker a year off. We want him to win. Baylands, we don't need you to eat here. So instead, we were going to bring in the real champ, Joey Chestnut with his top-running mate, Matt Stoney, in the studio. We knew we couldn't get away with these guys eating 20 hot dogs, so we were going to do a little twist on the wienership for Wienership 4. We were going to bring in the most disgusting toppings you could put on a hot dog. Marshmallows, chocolate syrup, graham cracker, pepperoni, pizza sauce, you name it, we had it, peanut butter, jelly. And we were going to do a creative dog contest, and who could get those down? Everything was scheduled in writing, emails, everything. Joey Chestnut, Matt Stoney coming in. They were going to bring in the hot dogs. We were going to bring in the crazy toppings. PR had agreed to it. I was excited. This is like a Yankee fan meeting Mickey Mantle. This was me meeting Joey Chestnut. And now it's become infamous and almost really soured the three previous wienerships I had played for you. Joey Chestnut Matt Stoney came in and basically regurgitated in our Cheerios and ruined what was once a proud tradition of the wienership. I still to this day will call this the most awkward moment in DA show history. 2016, Joey Chestnut and Matt Stoney come in. DA excited to have them make some created hot, creative hot dogs and us put them away, but it wasn't meant to be. What sounds delicious, a pizza hot dog, and that is marinara sauce, some Parmesan cheese, and some pepperoni. Now, I'm, I see the looks in your face, and you guys... <laughs> Are acting like that's disgusting. You know you eat 70 hot dogs in a sitting, so I don't want to hear that this is disgusting. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying, like, I wish I could eat them all, but I can't really eat tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but, you've, uh, eat, you've eaten some hot dogs tonight. I've eaten a couple, and I'm on a pretty strict uh, routine right now. But okay. uh, but he can make it, and uh, I'll, I'll agree to eat it some other day. <laughs> I don't know if I'll that I am not eating tonight. <laughs> so no hot dogs at all, Joey? I could look at it and, and critique it, but uh, I hate to be a Debbie Downer. Stony. Uh, God. Well, you guys, you can, can eat I, it I if you to, want. You guys can turn around and go home. Then I mean, we can make the other people eat it in, in the studio. So neither. <laughs> so you wouldn't even eat a plain hot dog right now. Um. It's hard, you know, we're on a strict diet. and uh, Weren't you eating hot dogs all day, though? These no, guys were we, saying you were eating hot dogs all day. Where do you see us eat hot dogs? 
Well, that it, one of these guys you hear, said, read everything you hear or believe it. <laughs> this is your guys here. This is your team of neighbors people saying you ate he 20 not, hot dogs uh, today. Oh, no, that was supposed to happen. Oh, oh we, yeah, we, we didn't eat anything. We had to do ESPN. Oh, we, 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 had, we, had, we had to eat two hot dogs for ESPN in the morning. Okay. Other than that, we, we were, we're pretty empty. So a total of two hot dogs yeah, all day. Yeah, today, I'm, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty much a cleanse day because I'm getting ready. So no hot dogs tomorrow? Tomorrow we'll have to eat one for media. Yeah, it's the Don't end worry. of the night, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not putting anything in me unless you're paying me big. <laughs> and you're not that cute. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Joe. Back at you, my man. So uh, what can we talk about then? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can make them. We got a couple yeah, people in here to eat them. Uh, so you, we, we you can judge your, them. You I'll, your, I, your team to make them? Or you want to make them for your team? Yeah, I'll, I'll make it. I'll, you know, I'll make a real nasty one for since he was he was okay, Mraz, me to eat. Why, why don't you why don't you come on in here, Moraz? Since Moraz is our thictator, and uh, and we can uh, go over some of the ideas here that uh, we had ourselves. Now, Moraz had an idea of like a peanut butter chocolate hot like a, dog, like and that was that was very exciting. Moraz, you can go over there, um, and we can uh, and we can try to figure this thing out. So we were going to make creative hot dogs, and we were going to have you guys at least try them. But you won't even take a bite of them. I'll take a bite of it. Yeah, bite. Hey, you know, I'll take a bite. Take a bite. Bite's fine, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. This is you now. Know, this is compromised. Now we're working you know, towards something. Now well, we got something. The art of the I deal think, here, I huh? for an eye. Okay. Uh, James, why don't we turn Mraz's microphone on over there and uh, see if we can get him going. So, okay, a, a bite here or there. That's good. Yeah, that we can make you get it. Okay. We can I mean, you, guys are, you, will, you will eat 70 hot dogs we're coming up here in a couple days. We're going to eat 70, and we're. So one bite won't kill you. That's like telling that I'm not going to say Go that. ahead. What, what, what That's like, like saying, oh, he, you know, you're Jenna Jameson's. You can do all this. Why don't you just do this one for free? <laughs> no, do this one. You know, we, we're, we're going to do it. We, we, we're committed to a contest or competition. Doesn't mean we're, we got to do it every every second. But that's true. But you did eat two hot dogs earlier today. And it was it, it, it was in my schedule. Did did I? I it was, this was not. It, I was. It was just a little bit of a surprise. Okay. You, All you, right. You caught All us. Right. So so, Moraz, who did we speak to here in terms of organizing this whole thing? She's not here. Okay. Yeah, Tess. We, 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 Tess. We, we can blame Tess. Tess, okay. we will blame. Okay. I'm throwing her under the bus. Right. She said the bus is rolling on her. Okay. And what? Yes. And, and Tess, because we explained, and, that, and that's why she brought hot dogs. Yes. And that's. But, and, but you explained to Tess that we were going to do this kind of creative. Hot I have dog. an email chain. Okay. To back me up. All right. And she said that these guys would do that. And she said, uh, yeah, they'll try hot dogs. Okay. All right. So, so at least we can get a bite out of them. Yeah, we we'll get a bite. Okay. So you, you guys have to take it out with Tess then. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> are you? Are you the type of guy? Like, I'm like a little bit creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that used the Jenna Jameson uh, metaphor before. So. Well, you were trying. To, you're like, yeah. Let's, let's just see what you can do here. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what the heck? What? What? I'm, I, 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 I didn't mean to act I'm, like I'm not. I'm not a monkey dance. <laughs> I was getting I, a little bit of your Joey, I did not mean to suggest that you were a show, show pony or a monkey. I, we were just under the impression because of Tess. This is all huh? Tess's fault. Yeah, yeah. Tess right. had signed off. This was just a miscommunication. Yeah, I don't, I don't miscommunication. want, yeah, yeah, I don't I, want to get on your bad side I'm not, here. No, 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 okay. you know, I'm not going to turn green or nothing. You're I'm an easy, you're no, an easy no. going guy. You're an American icon. You're no, a hero. And I understand. And if you and I fight, it's it's like mommy and daddy fighting in front of Mirage. No, no. Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The hot dog contest on TV to me has never been the same. It's no longer appointment TV for me, and it really stems from that night in 2016. Sure, I'll check in if I happen to be around the TV and not in the swimming pool or playing wiffle ball at 11 a.m. Eastern when this airs. I might check in and see how it's doing. But every time I see Joey Chestnut holding those hot dogs and putting it down, a little piece of me dies knowing this guy's a fraud. He's a phony. I'm sorry. Badlands Booker is a true American hero, and Joey Chestnut just isn't. I still hold ill will. I wish I could get over it. I just can't. As a producer, there was no more sinking feeling than having something set up, an annual tradition. Listeners pumped up about it. It was yet another twist on the wienership, and it just wasn't meant to be. And look, since we've moved to days since then, we haven't had a wienership. Last year, because of huge freeze, Backing out because of bulk eating. We couldn't revitalize the project. And now our bosses just won't let us do it because of choking hazards. Understandable indeed. Maybe pushing tubular meat down your throat is a little more dangerous on radio than it seems. But the memories we have on the DA show from overnights to evenings and looking back on those hot dog eating contests are something I will tell my grandchildren about should I have them. They were some of the greatest moments of my life. I look back. 
I'm not a champion often. Having won a chicken challenge, having won the original Golden Tongs, and one little league championship for me back when I was about nine are all I really have to hold on to. It was a proud moment for me, a proud moment for my family, and it was an pr- even prouder moment after I stopped winning to have the tradition and legacy of the wienership live on. I'm sorry to all listeners that missed this, but I hope you took this permission granted profile, the wienership, and got to have a real trip down memory lane. And for any new listeners that joined us in the middays who weren't really truly aware of all this craziness and madness that happened 4th of July week, this is where the DA show got its roots. And some of the silly stuff we do on air now, it all stems from these wienership moments. Jacob Wilkins is now the voice of the Rumble Ponies, looking back all these years later. And I have to think, maybe Binghamton doesn't have, doesn't hire Jacob without Wienership 3, or without the original Chicken Challenge. Who needs to call a no-hitter when you can call Badlands Booker throwing up everywhere? This has been the Permission Granted Profiles. I know this was a little longer than usual, so I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Everybody have a happy 4th of July. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at CBS. And remember, if you're sitting down to watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest and see Joey Chestnut celebrating... He is, in fact, a fraud, and Badlands Booker is the champion we all need. This is Mraz, and this is the Permission Granted Podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.